Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We are the place for you to come. We're your all day companion for news. And uh, working through all of this together, that's just the way we get things done in this state. It's the Utah model and the Utah way. And uh, a lot of things, a lot of these principles we've been talking about today are are just critical to our success as a state. And the reason why a lot of people around the country and around the world are looking to what's going on in Utah, how we do things, not just dealing with pandemics, but how we deal with entrepreneurship and business, how we deal with the civil society and upward mobility and opportunity for everyone uh, right here in the state of Utah. Uh, we know there's a lot of politics going on this uh, weekend as we move into convention season for both the Democrats and the Republicans. We've had a number of folks on as we move through and really pleased to have uh, Trent Christensen join us uh, on the program. He is running in the fourth congressional race. Trent, thanks for joining us. Boyd, thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. You bet. Uh, we're we're coming down the home stretch here. It's uh, the the game is on uh, a virtual convention. Uh, probably not what you uh, had planned uh, coming into this. And those of you who aren't familiar with Trent, uh, he's the president and CEO of VentureCapital.org. dot uh, org, and uh, he, it's a nonprofit dedicated to empowering entrepreneurs, which we love, especially women, minorities, and veterans, helping them uh, build companies here in Utah and around the country. And uh, so, so Trent, what was it that uh, made you think, hey, what I really ought to do is run for Congress? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a lot of friends ask me that exact same question. Are you insane? Um, <laughs> it came down to was really the economy. Uh, you know, back when I was looking at this race, I was a late entrance into, into this race. Um, when I got in back in, in January, what I thought was going to be the most important issue in this race moving forward was making sure that the president had support in the House of Representatives, mm. that he had a Republican House of Representatives, first of all, but then that he had people in the House that really understood the economy and that could get in on day one and be prepared, who understood it, who and dig in and do the hard work of, of, you know, well, in January we were thinking, yeah, let's keep this economy going. Turns out that, you know, now more than ever, we're really going to need someone about the economy. You know, none of us foresaw what was going to happen. You know, as you're saying, you know, this is an historic weekend. You know, we've never done the, we've never done the convention this way. And, and um, it's never, there's never been a time where we needed someone with an economic background as much as we do right now. Someone who's been involved with entrepreneurship, with small businesses, with helping them start and grow and thought it was time to serve. 
Yeah. Well, that's uh, that that is the the way I, I know one of the uh, uh, central themes of, of your campaign uh, is one that we talk about on this show a lot. That's uh, term limits, uh, making sure we don't have people that uh, are there forever. It's the idea of you come in, you make a difference, you work like crazy, you leave a legacy, and then you, you get out of town. Uh, how's that uh, playing amongst the delegates and amongst the uh, the rest of the uh, voters in general? You know, people um, and just as you said, there's this notion that, you know, if you get in, you make your contribution and then you come back. The reason you come back is because you want to work in the private sector. I love my stuff. VentureCapital.org. I love helping small business owners. I love helping entrepreneurs grow their businesses. But right now we have an environment that's incredibly difficult given the epidemic. But then, you know, we have a Democratic House that puts more roadblocks in the way of entrepreneurs than opportunities. And so what we need is someone that can go back there and help them do that. But not forever. What we want to do is get in, make a difference, and come back out. And what we've always said is if you don't have term limits, these politicians become really slaves to their reelection. Right. Every decision is looked at through the lens of how do I get reelected, not what's best for my district. And that's not what I want to do. What I want to do is go back and make sure that every decision I make is in the best interest of my district, make my contribution, and, and come back to Utah and help more private small businesses grow. Yeah, that's, uh, that is solid, and uh, that's an important one. We'll, we'll have a discussion another day about the need for uh, term limits for staff as well as members of Congress. So that was that was my exactly. goal back there that I didn't quite get done. So <laughs> we'll do that. But uh, <laughs> if you're just joining us, we've got Trent Christensen on the line. He's a candidate in uh, Utah's 4th Congressional District, uh, Republican Convention, as well as the Democratic Convention are coming up this weekend. And uh, I, I want to ask you the question that I, I asked every candidate when I was a chief of staff, kind of as the gatekeeper, uh, to see uh, where people were, what the focus was. And, and the question is this, uh, campaigns are hard, it's difficult, it's challenging, it's frustrating, it's all of those things. Uh, Trent, what is it that's going to make this worth it for you? Win, lose, or draw, especially if you don't win, what would still make all of this effort and angst and frustration worth it uh, in the end? You know, there's a lot of things that a candidate can do to pull the conversation in a certain direction. So if I win, I know what kind of things I want to But if I don't, I know which direction I want to pull the conversation in, and that's for economic growth. There's several things, several policies right now that we can implement immediately to help the economy get back on its feet, you know, as we come out of this epidemic. But there's also going to be things in January of next year that the new House, right, hopefully it's a Republican House, um, can do to make sure that we continue that growth. And, and keep moving forward. You know, one of those things is going to be, you know, we've already heard from Governor Cuomo in New York, Governor Pritzker in Illinois. There's a lot of states that are already laying the groundwork to say, well, if we're going to come through this epidemic and be solid, we're going to need a federal bailout. Right. And and, and other states are saying it as well. And, and now Mitch McConnell, you know, I think he's doing the right thing, standing up and saying, no, if, you, if, if that's your situation, you're going to have to go through bankruptcy. But if there's a Democratic House, if Nancy Pelosi is still the Speaker, if Ben McAdams is still in the House, there's going to be support for those states lining up for the, to the federal Treasury to take our money to bail out states that have, in my opinion, been mismanaged. Mm. So as, as we go forward to your question, there needs to be a discussion on what are solid fiscal economic policies, what's going to get us on the right track, and what do we not what do? We do? Yeah. as we come into this new year, to make sure that we avoid some pitfalls. And I think one of those things is bailing out states that, you know, haven't been managed as well as Utah has been, right. and uh, implementing solid fiscal policy. Okay, very good. Uh, Trent, just got uh, 30 seconds left. Uh, what's, what is the last thing you want uh, the delegates this weekend to think about before they cast their ballot in that fourth congressional race? 
that I understand them. I know what it's like to struggle. Um, you know, when I was a kid, my dad was diagnosed with MS. My mom had to step in and make do, and I watched her work and worry and struggle every day. It's why I work so hard for small businesses, because I want to see them succeed. And that's what I want to take to D.C., that, that uh, desire to fight for them and to get this economy back on track. That's why I'm in this race. All right. Very good. Trent Christensen running in the 4th Congressional District. Uh, good luck this weekend. I'm sure we will talk to you again soon. Appreciate it, boy. Thank you. All right. Very good. We're going to step aside for our final break. When we come back, we're going to give you a few things to noodle on for the weekend. How the past is a present for our future. Don't miss it here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.